0: to talk about something i guess you could say it's maybe a little bit esoteric but i'm always excited about sharing my new discoveries with you as well as how they can apply to your music career so i hope you enjoy this I hope you find benefit in it and today's discovery is around reducing significance now i will do a little bit of work here to set this up i'm gonna lay the groundwork and create some context for you so it does make sense. But reducing significance is quite simply like sometimes there's really big goals in life when we really want them to happen. And because we really want them to happen, they don't happen. We just become more and more significant about it. It's like, this has to happen. Why hasn't it happened? And then years go by and decades go by and we're wondering like, what am I waiting for? And, And so like in those situations, one of the best things you can do is reducing significance. And we'll talk about why that is. Now let's talk about desires here for a little bit. Desires are achieved basically in three ways, okay? So number 1 is we set a goal and we attain them. And so all of these kind of have their pros and cons, but we'll get into that as well. So number 1, we set a goal and attain them. Number 2 is we imagine having the thing already. So because the mind doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination, I'm not sure if you've heard that before. So as long as you don't deny your imagination, whatever you've imagined is actually true. And the third way to achieve a desire is we cancel the desire completely. It's just like, God, ah, I don't care. It doesn't need to happen. I don't want it to happen. And so when you really think about it, like most people go about accomplishing using just number one, right? Brute force. Like, let me just get this goal happening. I'm going to work my ass off every single day, get up at 5, go to sleep at 2, and work my butt off for 18 hours a days, and get this thing happening. And, yeah, there are things that can be and have been accomplished that way. It's just usually not the quickest way. And sometimes it actually separates you from your goal long term. And I mean years and sometimes decades. Or they use number two, in other words, like they imagine having it, but then they immediately go back to striving, like using number one brute force, go back to set goals, set more goals, make it happen, make it happen, make it happen. Now, of course, this is not a chat about don't take actions, not at all. I'm a big believer in taking actions, and I take all kinds of actions daily to move my things forward. And When I say all kinds of actions, usually on a to-do list, it looks like two or three things at most. But within those two or three things, there can be many things to do. So that's what I'm referring to there. So in a way, we kind of undo what we did right. Like if we imagine having what we want to have and we can feel it, we can taste it, we can touch it, we can smell it. But immediately go back to number one. I just had a nice meditation, but let me get back to my desk and work my ass off to make it happen. We kind of end up negating it. The work we did in imagining in the first place. Because striving is a sure way to keep you distance from your desires. So as time goes on, the desire becomes more and more significant and seemingly unattainable, which is the very thing that keeps us distance from it. We keep noticing the distance between where we are and where we want to be, what we have and what we don't have, what we've been striving for, what we've been trying to get, and all we can really see it now is the distance. We feel further and further and further and further from it because what does striving do? Striving just attracts more striving. And so we're inviting more striving into our life by striving for things. So reducing significance, at least the way that I think about it, it's an act of faith. It's saying, hey, I know it's coming and I can peacefully and patiently wait. I'll go about my day knowing that my desire is on its way. But then the whole question is like, how do you reduce significance in such a way that you feel pretty neutral about it? So I want to give you an example and let's say the example is I want to build a seven figure business. And so you'd want to look at a spectrum. So on a scale of one to ten, where's my desire? And you know, maybe when you're first getting started you're you're somewhat neutral about it, but kind of unlikely, right? Like the reason people get into businesses, they're excited. So chances are you're starting at a six or a seven and then the significance over time kind of inches its way up to like seven, eight, nine. Maybe 10, and then just kind of wavers between 8, 9, 10, 8, 9, 10, depending on the day and how you're feeling. So, like, it's so significant and so important to you, and the goal has become so monumental over time that it just c- continues to create more distance between you and actually having it. And so, how do we reduce significance? How do we bring ourselves back to kind of neutral, or at least close to neutral, on that? Uh, four, you know, it's maybe a little on the negative side, but a five or a six is perfectly acceptable, right? So you would just say to yourself, you would start to imagine, quote unquote, negative scenarios. It's not like these are going to happen. It's not like you're calling these into existence. But you just go to yourself, ah, so like maybe running a seven-figure business would be stressful and it would just take up all my time. So you, you linger on that thought and that your significance goes down by a point. Then you say to yourself, ah, you know, maybe I would sacrifice my health. Like, maybe maybe my health wouldn't be so good if I was working all the time in the grind, in the hustle. So then that brings it down a point or two. And then you say, oh, well, well, maybe my relationships will suffer if I have a seven-figure business. And, and then that brings you back, back to about a neutral. Now, look, <laughs> you have to keep this in mind. This is all made up, right? Because we're the ones making the rules, Always. And so when you say stuff like, when I follow my bus, X, Y, Z happens and bad things happen in my life, you created that rule. No one else created that for you. That's just like an observation. Oh, that's not true, David. When I went and bought my guitar, then suddenly I went into debt. <laughs> Well, maybe you put yourself under financial pressure that that you shouldn't have at that time, right? We still need to be smart about the decisions we make. But understand that, like, by and large, we are setting our own rules all the time. And so using the method I just laid out, like, you can quickly reduce significance around that desire. You can take a 10 down to a neutral state, like five or six, which would be about perfect. Now, you might have to repeat the exercise occasionally to get yourself back to neutral, but reducing that significance, like, you're still going to do things today. Chances are that help you move towards your goals if you even care about them. But now you're just kind of doing it peacefully. It's, you're, you're really thinking of it more in terms of, like, there's a Christmas gift under the tree, and it's sitting there waiting for me, and all I have to wait for is Christmas, and then I get to open it. And so you're saying to yourself, like, where does this apply in music? And there are just so many situations when you start thinking about it where significance could easily and turn into your world like I really need this person in my band how about that one ever felt that before (laughs) like if we don't have them then we're gonna suck and we're not gonna succeed and they need to lead the band and they need to write the songs and we need their help or else things aren't just gonna go that well and you could be in that state and you're trying to call them and text them and you can't get a hold of them and it's like man you know you did your work and if they're interested or if things change for them, they might get back to you. But if you keep bothering, probably won't, right? So like reducing significance. This goes for like boyfriends, girlfriends too, by the way. Sometimes reducing significance is like a really good idea. Just go have a life, right? Enjoy yourself. Post your photos to social media. Just enjoy, go out and enjoy yourself. And so, you know, you could start to say things like, oh, maybe having this person in my band even though they're so talented and skilled and really great at what they do, th- you know they got a bit of an ego, and and you know that just I don't know if that's gonna fly in this band, and then you know your significance goes down by a couple of points. Then you go, you know what? Yeah, there is like really a lot of musicians out in the world, and all we really need is like a keyboard player. Maybe we don't need a multi instrumentalist, and then things go down by another point. Or how about this one? I really need this gig to pan out, right? There could be a lot of reasons. Like, oh, I need to make uh, need to make rent this month some way, somehow, and not getting this gig is just going to be bad. Or I really want this gig because it's going to lead to the exposure we need and then it's going to lead to the next gig and the press opportunity and all these other things that we've been playing and striving for and trying to get in our, in our lives. And so that's a really easy one, again, to have become very significant. But you could reduce the significance of that, right, by saying things like, oh, you know, um, there's actually a lot of gigs out there and there's a lot of other ones that could potentially lead to the same opportunities, if not better, right? So you've gradually reduced the significance of that. What's another one? I really need to finish recording this track today. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to spend any more money on studio time. It's starting to cost a lot and we don't have the money, but who's to say, like, you know, you might have that money come in, but like I said earlier, we don't want to be naive about this stuff either. And so I really need to finish this track today. Uh, But maybe if I go and have a good night's sleep and get proper rest, it would be better to come back to the studio and finish it the next day. Or maybe there's an idea that I would have if I was given a little bit more time that would turn this track from 9 to 11. So like, there's always a way to reduce significance and be at peace with everything, knowing that the outcome, the thing that you're looking to create, the desire that you're looking to create, is coming in. It's on its way. It's almost here. And there's no striving to be done. There might be actions to take, especially inspired actions, but there's nothing else to do. It's on its way. It's coming. So that's what you want to do always is focused on the end result and the universe really can take care of the rest. In the meantime, don't become too significant or important about things. Go about your way. Enjoy life. It's already on its way. It's coming up fast and there's no time. Clean Slate 2024 is coming up fast, February 16th in Victoria, BC. You don't wanna miss out on this incredible live music and multimedia event with a dosage of inspiration to light you up creatively and to have an amazing 2024. Once again, that's Clean Slate. don't want to miss out go to davidandrewweeb.com and you'll either have the option to get updates win tickets or buy tickets as soon as they go on sale so once again i invite you to go to davidandrewweeb.com and get your tickets right away see you there